the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. This is the news. And why, 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 why it matters. Hi, I'm Sarah Gonzalez. Welcome to the news and why it matters. We're dropping like flies today, unfortunately. Uh, Glenn and Stu are both out. But I am joined by uh, Pat Gray and Jason Buttrell. I think we are all going to agree that the top story is what's going on, the latest in the Kavanaugh circus. Is that? Yes. Okay. Yes. I, I want to talk about the new iPhone that I pre-ordered that's and not, got in. That's, on, that's not going to be not, a top be a, story. Gosh. No, I'm sorry. We can. The overtime? <laughs> uh, okay. So Ford, Dr. Ford. Because mm-hmm. I, I, th- I feel like we need to take these um, piece by piece, and we're going to get into kind of, you know, Dr. Ford and then the new accusations with Ramirez and then the person um, after that, which I don't think has been identified by Michael Avenatti. But uh, before we get into all of that, I want to thank our sponsor, Ridyazone. Uh, I am a big believer in Ridyazone because, as uh, most of you know, I used to be large and in charge. No so, way. Oh, that's yes. not you. Yeah. <laughs> On the left? Totally me. Yes, the giant. Oh, I even, my gosh. I didn't know that the number 10 came in that size font, <laughs> but it actually does. So I know the struggle of uh, losing weight personally. So was that your natural color, too, or is no, this? this is my natural color. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, so I, I do know it personally. I know a lot of people, you know. They look at you once you've lost weight, and they're like, okay, Miss Skinny, like, you don't know what you're talking about. I actually do. I put yeah. in the work. It took me two years. Lost the weight. And uh, how much did you lose? 100 pounds. Wow. Yes. So, wow. yes. But even after you lose the weight, you still crave, you know. Yeah, you want to get back to your old eating habits. Yeah, exactly. Riduzone really helps with that. It really does. It does. I mean, junk food is, it's an addiction, mm-hmm. you know. So, Riduzone uh, gives you that extra metabolism boost. Mm-hmm. And it helps you feel more full, so you're and not it's constantly natural, which I like yes. a lot. Yeah, it's just the the good molecule in olive oil, mm-hmm. and they've put it into a, a supplement. And by the way, it's a dollar thirty nine a day. So if you log on there and you're thinking, oh my gosh, this is this is expensive for a three month supply. Okay, you're paying a dollar thirty nine a day to invest in your health. That's nothing. You spend more than that at Starbucks. So get thirty percent off a three pack of bottles, which is a three month supply. You can go to ridyzone.com and use promo code THEBLAZE. And for those of you podcast listeners, that's R-I-D-U-Z-O-N-E.com. All right, Kavanaugh. So Dr. Ford, um, there was this back and forth. She's not going to testify. She is going to testify, but only under a certain set of, uh, you know, rules. What what is she? What's even going on now? She's still supposed to testify now, yeah, right? Thursday. Thursday. But she doesn't like to fly, so uh, they're driving across the country to be there on time. She doesn't like to fly except to Hawaii yes. multiple for times surfing trips. for surfing yeah. trips. Yeah. Is, well, those were important. Uh, this is not is. as important, right? Right. Oh, come on. It's only about the future of the republic. So but don't even worry that, about that. Right. <laughs> you know, they've they've sought out so many of her friends and his friends from that time period and the people who she said were supposedly there to a person they denied it happened. They can't get any corroboration on either of these uh, women that have come forward so far. And um, we're not up to the second accusation yet, but in that case, they've they've gone to several dozen people and not one of them has any recollection that this ever happened. Not only do they not have the recollection, but they also, a lot of them have come out and said, that doesn't sound like him at all. And and I've 
so I've been I've gone back and forth on this. When I, last week, I was like, okay, let's get her in, let's testify, she has to testify, and you know, mm-hmm. at least be under oath and say what happened. Now I'm like, no. I don't even think she belongs in that room in front right. of the committee. I don't. Like, if you have some corroborating witnesses, okay, you, you belong. Right. You, if you have tangible evidence, mm-hmm. something that's, you know, that proves your case, that's another thing. You have neither. Mm-hmm. So this wouldn't, this wouldn't go in a regular court of law. You, you literally, they get laughed out of the courtroom. He's like, why did you bring this to, to, the judge would say, why did you bring this to me? No evidence. Like, right. No evidence and all. no witnesses whatsoever. She does not belong in that room. Well, but, and some people would say, you know, those in support of her would say, well, I mean, what evidence do you expect her to have? It, it happened 35, you know, over 35 years ago. Okay, well then, in some cases, you just don't get to say it without evidence and be believed. I mean, I right. know that that happens to some women, and I know that there are women who, you know, it really did happen to them. They're not making it up. But that's just kind of, that's, that's just life. I mean, you can't, you mm-hmm. cannot just expect to be believed with no evidence. Can she provide the, she said that the one time she talked about this was, was in counseling or something like that. But was Kavanaugh's name ever mentioned in that? I, I, don't, no. I don't remember. No, it no. wasn't. And she said no. that there were four people in her, her therapist notes indicated that there were four people in the room. And then when she said it earlier, just now recently, it was only two people, uh, supposedly he and Judge. So and her. Yes. Yeah, right. yeah, but two just the two three other right, just just the three of them, two yeah. boys present. Mm. But the therapist notes I guess contradicted that originally. So again, there's stories change. Yeah, there's contradictions, the stories yeah. change. It's how I mean, there are studies that show that your memory is not something that you can rely on, you know, 3 decades later, almost 4 decades later. To so. me, maybe the worst part of this is the anti-American sentiment from the Democrats that she has a right to be believed immediately with no proof, with no corroboration, that we should just automatically believe her. Based on what? First of all, uh, the accused always gets the assumption of innocence, not an assumption of guilt. I, it's, it's so un-American from start to finish on this situation. that, uh, and, and they don't have, they don't seem to have any recognition of that. Yeah. They don't even acknowledge the fact that there's a presumption, presumption of innocence for, a, for an accused person. But they hate Kavanaugh so bad because he's a Trump appointee or nominee that I think they've lost all sight of reason. Have you been keeping up with what uh, uh, Representative Hirono Mm. Has, has been Amazing. saying, yeah, from Hawaii. Yeah. So just today, she said about uh, Republicans that they cannot get their arms around the fact that women do not make these things up, and they just want to obfuscate by calling it politically motivated. It's because they can't face the truth. <sighs> women do not make these things up. Of course, it, they can. They do. do. The, ask the Duke lacrosse players. Right. Ask the family of Emmett Till. I mean, ask right. who was it that you mentioned earlier? Rodney Anderson, the football player from yeah. Oklahoma. Uh, he, uh, do you remember mm-hmm. that? It was just like maybe so this was like six months ago or something like that. But he was completely absolved. Didn't happen. Um, there, there was just another There's a case. woman who went to jail just recently because she she falsely said that someone raped her, uh, there, and now she's was, serving time. Th- there was a there was an army colonel that was also th- th- this just this happened as well. She accused an army colonel multiple years ago. He lost a promotion. He was just about to get uh, become a general. Um, then he could not. Then he mm. lost that promotion. And his life was ruined. And a judge actually agreed with him and then awarded him $8.4, I think, million dollars in compensation. Wow. She completely fabricated the story. So, of course, wow. this happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, I was looking at a study that used FBI data that showed it, was, it took place between 2006 and 2010. And each year, 
they logged at least uh, 4,400 to 5,100, 5,100 false rape allegations each year. And those are the ones that they that they found out. Wow. Right. So and there's um, much more motivation in this case because it's political. Exactly. Yeah. Um, And so that that actual figure was at least five times higher than most other offense types. So, for instance, yeah, for um, like theft and stuff like that, it was like one percent. Uh, falsely accused, this was five times that. Um, So, you know, I mean, it's like to say that women don't make these things up is just historically not true. It's never been true. Um, Going back to the just the delay tactics and all the demands, we we knew it was so obvious that they were just stalling for something. Now, I I didn't know. I, I was like, are they stalling because they're desperately trying to find someone that could corroborate this? Because by that point, when they were starting to make these ridiculous uh, demands, I think that was when the the third was that that was actually one of her friends came out and said, no, I'm I I was not there. I I don't even know what this is. After saying initially that she did. Right. So so after that, then they were like coming up with all these crazy demands. I'm like, what are are they stalling? I mean, the ridiculous thing where she can't fly, she had to drive. Mm -hmm. This is cartoon level. It's cartoon level. Well, and it's just gotten worse uh, as of late. So let's get into uh, I believe it's Rodriguez. Yeah. Uh, her allegation. Ramirez. 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 Yes. Wow. That was really racist of me. I love wow. uh, So. Nice job, Ms. Gonzalez. I know. So she now says, and I can't even, I read this and I couldn't get through it without, I'm sorry. It was just the thought of Brett Kavanaugh, even as a young man, thrusting his penis into a woman's face. is It just seems a little out of character for him. Even though, you know, we're talking about at a college party, all of these things. So now she has said that he thrust his penis into <laughs> into her face, and it was very traumatizing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so now... That's something you can never recover from. Right. Only never every college girl ever has had that happen to her, <laughs> FYI. Um, but... So she's now alleging that, and that's where, Pat, we mentioned earlier, you've got like 10 people who could not corroborate that story, said Mm -hmm. that they did not recall that happening, Kavanaugh being at such a party. But it's it's beyond that. Her own admission, like if you read through the the article— She was like, ah, I didn't really know. You know, I couldn't really. I couldn't remember couldn't for recall. 35 years. But then after sitting mm-hmm. in a room with multiple lawyers for, for like six, six days. days, then it crystallized. Oh, the so light bulb the, came that's on. That's impossible. It's okay. amazing is what it you is, You couldn't Pat. remember it for 35 years, and now after six days with lawyers, ta-da! Those, law- they, those <laughs> lawyers. miracle. I know. Those lawyers missed their calling. They should be psychologists. Yes. They should not be lawyers. They should be yes. psychologists. Because they could do a lot more good then. Who's paying for these lawyers, by the way, do we know? Hmm. Good question. Isn't it? Isn't it? Well, that's why I, I, was, I, was talking to, I was talking this morning. I was like, I wonder if there's any way this is not coordinated. I mean, this, this, oh, is, no, this is, is. got to be. be coordinated. And then did you see what Michael Avenatti came out and said? It's, Ye- it's oh, awful. Yeah, we, yes, right Yes, we have, we, have we have his tweets. I don't even know that we need to go through them all. But So he tweeted all of these. He had written an email to uh, the chief counsel for nominations for the Senate committee. And he had this list of questions. And I know, you know, you can't see it if you're watching it, uh, but you can't see these list of questions. But he was basically saying, um, did he, he, you need to have Kavanaugh answer these questions. Um, was he involved in a, and he put it train, he quoted train of women. So he and his friends coordinated, Avenatti says, to have this train of women that they would then get intoxicated and gang rape. Oh my gosh! He's legitimately yeah, this is the saying, one where he 
accuses him of being like a member of a rape gang or something to yes. that effect. Yes. But yeah. So he's he's lit- he literally wow. is accusing Kavanaugh of being some, um, you know, the leader of a gang rape. Club. I mean, we're into libel territory there. We really are. I mean, you, you're, you're, it's borderline stripping him of his law license for saying this junk. Yeah. I mean, seriously. I, I mean, well, also, could he be foaming at the mouth enough to be to run for president? Avenatti? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I think he's arrogant enough to think he, he could do that. He, I mean, he is he trying a lot of so hard to stay relevant. <laughs> I mean, so first, you're the lawyer of a porn star, mm-hmm. which is really classy. And now you're accusing uh, a judge who's up for the Supreme Court uh, of being the ringleader of a gang rape. I, I hope he does. Can you imagine the uh, the debate stage? That doesn't be With so him much involved. Fun. Yeah, that'd be he's fun. there. You're going to have Biden up there, which yeah. that is a one man comedy show right there. But you're also going to have probably Bernie Sanders again. Like, I mean, oh my gosh, this is must watch I mean, TV. It's just the republic at stake, Jason. But <laughs> at least it's funny, right? I mean, it's going to be worth it. I mean, it's <laughs> gives us review to level. talk about on the radio, so it's all worth it. <laughs> right. <laughs> that is what we said when Trump got elected. We were like, well. That's our lives are not going to be. Yeah, our lives are not going to be boring. We'll always have something to talk about the next four years. I mean, you know, I'm, I'm just. It really is a. If you think about it, kind of a masterful political stunt that that the left is doing on this because the GOP is basically screwed either way. Let's say they give in. I don't know. Let's say they give in. Their base is going to fall out in droves. They've already seen, okay, the, the wall was promised, has not been built. Mm-hmm. Um, Obamacare was promised to get rid of. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's still there. Um, they knew that they, they had the Supreme Court. That they, they, everyone always said, yeah, but, you know, we, we have Gorsuch. Uh, now we're supposed to have Kavanaugh. If they give in to this, that's just another promise that they can't deliver on. So but how many they, more people are going to abandon it? But, if, but on the other hand, yeah. if, they, uh, if they go ahead and confirm him, then that's a huge win for the left. It's a huge one. It'll, it's, do you it'll really be, think? I do. It's because already happened. 1992, the yeah. year of the woman. Tons of Democrats made huge strides, gave us Dianne Feinstein. However, I feel like we're living in a different climate right now because I feel like what they're doing right now is a big part of the reason that Trump got elected. Do you not? I mean, yeah. we've got this, sure. this fringe left mm-hmm. who's just, facts don't matter, the truth doesn't matter, they're just throwing out accusations, and, you know, we have to be super PC and super, you know, feminist culture where we believe all women. I feel like a lot of that is why people, even Democrats, voted for Trump. So I'm, I wonder if we're living in a different climate now where that's, we're not going, the GOP will not take a hit for saying this isn't, no, we're not buying into this. It's not real. We're going to, you know, go by the rule of law and we're going to do things mm-hmm. the right way sure. and we're not going to let this, you know, stall us. No, I, yeah, I agree. But I, I think that it's so pol- polarized and so tribalized now that it just further pushes everybody in, into their corner. Yeah. So I, and, and I, I think that there is a huge, scary majority now that are radical left. You've got everyone that voted for Bernie Sanders, then the, the people that voted that are, that are the Hillaryites, then anyone else that you know that's on that side. I, I think that all of them are going to coalesce on this, and I do. Th- I, I do think that they'll make big gains. Uh, I do. I, it's already kind of pulling that it's going in that direction, but I think this is just more ammo to that to that gun. All right. Well, we'll see. Back in a minute. Glenn Beck is coming live to talk about the right path forward. 
and to make fun of the people standing in the way. He might not be able to save the country, but at least we can all go down laughing. Glenn Beck Live, the Addicted to Outrage Tour, on tour this fall. with Kavanaugh, you've got, like, you could say, my sister's brother's cousin's uh, uncle's friend heard once that Kavanaugh was, like, a really big gang raper, and then we're all (laughs) supposed to believe it, um, even though that's not really credible. So the same way uh, with real estate, yeah, follow me with this analogy, I know it's awesome, Uh, you don't want to hear, oh, my sister's brother's friend's uh, uncle's niece is a realtor, and they can really help you, because then you get sucked in to this really bad realtor who does it maybe part-time and doesn't really know what they're doing. Um, I think we probably all had some sort of realtor experience that's probably not been great. Uh, I know I have. And I know Glenn has, which was why he built realestateagentsitrust.com. So they go in and he has his team and they personally vet all of these people. So, um, you know, their track record, their skill, they share your values because oftentimes they're listeners of the show. So you know what you're getting. You don't want the uh, you don't want the Kavanaugh accusers way. You want realestateagentsitrust.com. So if you're just looking to uh, sell your home or you want the most for your money, uh, go to realestateagentsitrust.com. They can help you. That is realestateagentsitrust.com. All right, Jason, you wanted to point out one other thing on this whole Kavanaugh circus. I did, but that was a masterful transition. I just got to give you props Thank on that you. one. I kind of blew my concentration. For I can't top that, but <laughs> I'll try. Going back to Kavanaugh, um, just... Uh, the, the hypocrisy around the left. And I mean, we, we didn't even talk about Ellison and his accuser bringing up. Uh, she actually showed evidence that she names Ellison specifically in a medical report. And they don't believe her at all. No. Don't believe her at all. There's and no right compl- to be believed it's by her. It's not even not believing her. They've completely isolated her uh-huh. and shunned her. Yeah. Because she's coming forward. Right. It was, it was, the hypocrisy is just, just out of control. But I, I saw this tweet. It was tweeted today. It's from uh, MoveOn. MoveOn.com. Uh, MoveOn.org. Yeah, MoveOn.org. They just tweeted this. A reminder, 77% of sexual assaults go unreported. That is never the fault of the survivors. It is the fault of a culture that blames, shames, and doubts women. Hashtag believe survivors. Hmm. Now, I, I just... <laughs> Does do they just expect that nobody remembers why they were founded in the begin with? They were founded. Move on means move on from the sexual allegations, assault allegations of Bill Clinton. That, that's what their name means. Move oh, on from wow. that. Wow. Seriously, please Google that and look it up because I Is don't. Is that true? It's absolutely no true. I didn't know that. I no they were moving I on. Love that fact. Moving on Amazing. from the past. Of I'm that. stealing that fact. I cannot believe this. Wow. Well, and, and I mean to to add to that, Juanita Broderick tweeted this weekend, and she put forth. <clears throat> uh, I think it was Dan Rather. Dan Rather had said something about, of course, that we need to delay and halt everything until we hear everything there is to know about all of this with Dr. Ford. But she tweeted out an old interview um, when he was talking about the allegations against Bill Clinton. And he was like, even if these are true, even if these allegations are true, we've already heard it. It, The public's tired of hearing it. It's time to move on. (laughs) He said the same same thing. Oh, my gosh. Wow. Uh, All right. So the O'Rourke and Cruz debates. Remember, there's no, we can't say that his 
his nickname here. It's just O'Rourke and Cruz <laughs> Debates. We're over the weekend. Robert, um, that's his first name, right? Robert Francis. Bob. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll go with Bob. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. <laughs> Bob Francis O'Rourke and uh, Cruz Debates were this weekend. Uh, what? What? How did you think Cruz did? Pat? I thought he won. Yeah. I thought he did really On well. Substance, right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he. There's a problem with Ted, and we all know it because everybody talks about that's why they didn't vote for him because he doesn't connect really well. Not I don't at know. All. I'm not even sure what it is that disallows him from connecting. I think it's an he he dramatizes everything that he said. He's, right. he's almost he's too much of a public speaker. So it doesn't come off as natural. No, not at all. And, and he's also he's very smart. He's it, really smart. It's yes. a rare combination to be yeah. very smart and very articulate. It just doesn't yeah. happen. All well, it's that often, almost I, I mean it's almost like he's articulate but he doesn't relate. Like, he's almost overly mm-hmm. polished. Yeah. So it's not mm-hmm. that he's not articulate to me. He just is kind of preaching to you instead of just having a conversation with mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Which I remember whenever the presidential uh, election was going on, I went to several different debates. And the thing that I found so interesting about Marco Rubio was you, you felt like he was talking directly to you. Definitely. He just had this way of relating Definitely. to you that you were just like, wow, we're just, it's just the two of us having a conversation. And Rubio the has that. Was the exact opposite. Ben Sass has that. Yes. To a certain extent, Beto O'Rourke has that. But Ted had all the good points. Ted was right on these things. And he started out by talking about uh, Beto's um, denigration of police. And here's what he said. Let me say right now, I think it is offensive to call police officers modern day Jim Crow. That is not Texas. That's your your time, Senator. Please, please, audience, please. No applause. (laughs) What Senator Cruz said is simply untrue. I did not call police officers modern day Jim Crow. He did. He did. He actually did. He did. He talked about... Uh, the police officers and the things they can't do. We can't let them get away with this and this and this and this. And he said, you know, it's it's like the Jim, the old Jim Crow laws that are the same thing. And it's going on now. He absolutely did say he did. it. Yeah, he didn't say the word specifically. Uh, police officers are like Jim Crow. No, but he set up that entire that entire paragraph by going into all of the things that police officers were doing wrong yeah. and that they were, you know, um, attacking minorities and all and then set that up to say it's like modern day Jim Crow. Yes, and it's still going on today. Yeah. That was his point. Ted Cruz was exactly right. He did say that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think he won that handily. Um and he continued on the, on the police uh, discussion. With the tragic shooting death of Botham Jean, you have another unarmed black man killed in this country mm. by law enforcement. Now, no member of law enforcement wants that to happen. No member of this community wants that to happen. But we've got to do something better than what we've been doing so far. If African Americans represent 13% of the population in this country, that they represent one-third of those who are shot by law enforcement. We have something wrong. If we have the largest prison population on the face of the planet and it is disproportionately comprised of people of color, we have something wrong in this country. Mm. I'm sorry. Say what you mean there. Like, yeah. say what you mean. What you're saying there is all of our police officers are racist. 
Yes. That's what he's saying. Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, no matter how he tries to dance around it, that talking point is he's, he's directly calling police officers racist. And I do. You can't butter that up any. Yeah. And I do. I know. I think we're going to have to take a break before we get into the uh, the other sound bites that we have. But I do want to point out the the topic that they were speaking about, uh, the Jean case. That DPD officer was just fired. And she's been charged with manslaughter. Yes. So. The justice system is working. Right. What, there was a problem with that, which and she she's been do, charged. Which she didn't do while she was on duty. This wasn't an on-duty right. thing. This was her on coming her home, time coming home. Saying that she thought it was her apartment when it was really Botham John's right. apartment. And so she considered him an intruder and shot him. Right. Which, that story... It's strange. It does not it's, add up to it, me. It doesn't add up to me either, and that's why she's been charged with manslaughter. Yeah. All right. Uh, we got to take a break. Back in a minute. I mean, that's... that's Hey, it's Sarah Gonzalez. Thanks for listening to the program. I want to tell you about another show I think you'll like, The Morning Blaze with Doc Thompson. You can find it wherever you download your favorite podcasts. Have you guys gotten your tickets yet to Glenn Beck's Addicted to Outrage Tour? Every city. Every, every city. I'm going in every city. <laughs> You're That's a how big a fan Pat. I am. You're yeah. A groupie. Oh yeah. So he's going to be here in Texas, San Antonio, Houston, and Dallas, October 25th through the 27th. So you guys make sure to uh, grab your tickets. I personally can't be at the Dallas show because that's the same night as Ed Sheeran. Oh my god! And I already had front row wow, seats. Wow, that's your priority. I'm so, so I'm going to have to make a road trip oh, to go to one of the other Texas shows. But you guys have got to go see it. You can get your tickets now at glenbeck.com/tour. Um, there are many other cities that he is going to, so make sure to check it out. And we will see you guys in overtime. Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze Premium subscribers. Become a premium subscriber at theblaze.com slash subscribe. Getting back to the O'Rourke and Cruz debates, Pat. So yes. Cruz, I know he, um, he talked about to kind of counter what O'Rourke was saying. He tried to talk about police funerals. Yeah, um, we have that clip, so let's take a look at what he said. I believe everyone's rights should pre- be protected, regardless of your race, regardless of your ethnicity. But I'll tell you something. I've been to too many police funerals. I was here in Dallas when five police officers were gunned down because of irresponsible and hateful rhetoric. I was at the funeral in Houston at Second Baptist Church where Deputy Goforth had been shot in the back of the head at a service station because of irresponsible and hateful rhetoric. Just now, Congressman O'Rourke repeated things he knows aren't true. He stated, for example, white police officers are shooting unarmed African-American children. The Washington Post fact-checked that claim and conclude Congressman O'Rourke was wrong. But I'll tell you something, that rhetoric does damage. That rhetoric divides us on race. It inflames Mm. hatred. We should be bringing people together. Mm. Really good. Really true. I think so. But again... I feel it yes. comes off as fake and overdramatic, and it's like yeah. I believe and I agree with the words that he's saying, but it's just the way he presents it that it you just can't – people can't relate to it. It's just off-putting. It's why he's not the president of the United States right now. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, but hopefully he'll hang on to his U.S. senator seat because we must have him win 
Uh, can you imagine what a disaster it would be if O'Rourke wins this thing? No. It, it'd be horrific. Um, and at the very end of the debate, uh, I, I, I hate this question, too. They were asked to compliment the other guy. What do you like about him? What do you, I don't, it's not my obligation to say something nice about my opponent. <laughs> I, don't, I don't admire anything he does, okay? So, no, I Let's got no Let's just appreciate debates for what they are. We're not supposed to <laughs> right. talk nice about each other. Right. <laughs> this is to show you the differences, not why I... I, I okay, he's got nice hair. I don't know. Uh, so, here he is complimenting Beto O'Rourke. I actually agree with those sentiments. I would express the very same sentiments back at Congressman O'Rourke. You're right. Being a dad of young kids is hard. Um, I know the sacrifice you're putting in. My girls, every day when I leave for the campaign trail, it's hard. There are a lot of tears in the Cruz household. I'm sure there are in the O'Rourke household, too. That is the single hardest part of doing this. And, l- and let me say beyond that, look, I, I, I think Congressman O'Rourke is passionate. He is energetic. He believes in what he's fighting for. In fact, very much the same sentiments. You know, last year I did three debates with Bernie Sanders, and I expressed this at all three debates, that Bernie Sanders believes in what he's fighting for. He believes in socialism. Now, I think what he's fighting for doesn't work, but I think you are absolutely <laughs> sincere, right. like Bernie. That really you believe in, in expanding government mm-hmm. and higher taxes. And, and, and I commend you for fighting <laughs> for what you believe in. As you noted, we disagree on the outcome, but you're fighting for the principles you believe in. And I, I respect that. I love it. True to form. <laughs> that is so good. It. Such a great, it. Such a great tactic to compliment him on his socialism. <laughs> so good. You're a committed socialist. I, I, it's really uh, admirable. Uh, you really fight for socialism. That's he great. said, yeah, Texas voters, he's a young, more handsome Bernie. Have at it. <laughs> and it's true. That's what you want. Yes. But, you know, that's a typical response. So, so Beto is obviously pissed about it. Yeah. But why are you running from that when you're asking for universal health care? You're asking for universal free college education, um, some kind of jobs program where you guarantee income for people. Th- those are all pretty deep socialist uh, policies. And why not just embrace it since yeah. that's what you are? Well, and I mean, uh, Ted was uh, commending him for being dedicated to his cause. Right. And then, that, okay, so want? take that for what it's worth. Has Democratic Socialist America actually endorsed uh, Bob? I, I don't know. Bobby? I don't know. <laughs> he should have complimented on how he's able to get away with cultural appropriation of uh, your <laughs> heritage. I'm not sure that yes. one would have <laughs> flown. But, uh, it's impressive that he can get away with it. Yeah, it I, is. I commend you for that, Bob. So <laughs> this morning, I got this breaking news text, and it was like, whatever the radio station was, uh, Rod Rosenstein resigns and b- amid speculation that he's going to be fired. And I, it's while Glenn and Pat are on radio. And I'm like, oh, it's breaking news. And I get to my, my phone and I'm furiously uh, texting out, you know, what it is. And I email them and I'm like, I just got this news alert. And then by several hours later, it was like, oh, no, just kidding. He actually did not resign yet. And he was not fired, but there was a meeting, and there's supposed to be another meeting on Thursday. Jason? How crazy is it, that this news cycle, that this story did not lead the top of this show? It, it, it had to wait all the way to overtime. Yeah. In any other sane mm. news cycle, yeah. this story would have been the only thing we talked about the entire time. But, yeah, I think it, it came out in, uh, today it came out in Axios, mm-hmm. I believe, was the first one, where they said that uh, Rosenstein was going to the White House, and he was going to get fired, or... Was it, he was either going to get fired or he was going to resign. 
Then NBC mm. followed right up with that. I mean, this is sort of blowing up at this yes. point. It's all over CNN. It's over Fox. It's everywhere. I got a news alert on my phone. Was, I mean, you think by that point it's been vetted. Right. right. Well, so then the NBC jumps on. It's like, no, no, no. We, you know, he, our source tells us that, you know, he's not. You know, that the only way he's leaving is if he's pushed out. You know, he's not resigning. And then it just kept, it kept bouncing mm. back and forth. Bloomberg reported something else saying, nope, nope, he's going to resign. That's, that's what it is. I think the only thing that's been confirmed right now is that, yes, he was at the White House today. It was not to meet with President Trump. It was to some other, I think, all-hand staff meeting or something like that. But I think it is confirmed that he spoke to uh, uh, Chief Staff Kelly, and they, met, they talked about the topic of resigning. Mm. And all of this, of course, is centered around the Times story that came out on Friday where um, he had allegedly mentioned invoking the 25th Amendment after Comey was fired and possibly wearing a wire. Now, well, he said he wanted to wear a wire. Right. right? I don't but, I'm not sure if they said whether then, or not he followed through with that. But well, he, he mentioned wearing a wire. To prove that. Well, he, he has, of course, denied all of that. Yes. Fox News is source. There's all these sources that are saying different stuff. That's what's so insane about this story. And when it's a source that you like, you believe it. <clears throat> Absolutely. And when it's a source that you don't like, then you're like, it's just anonymous. I Absolutely. But the Fox News source said that uh, that he said it, but it was like joking. Like, right. you know, like. Mm. Why don't you? Why, I think it was. What do you why, want me to do? Wear a wire? Why, Andy, no. To Andy McCabe. That's what I. Read. Actually, I think he said, "What do you want to do? Wiretap the president." Yeah. I think was 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 the line, but it it definitely kind of sounds like it was just said in jest. Now we do mm. know that he is meeting with President Trump on Thursday, and apparently that's what they're going to talk about. Sarah Huckabee Sanders uh, released something. Uh, she said this was her direct statement. Uh, at the request of Deputy Attorney John Rosenstein, he and President Trump had an extended conversation to discuss the recent news stories. Because the president is at the United, General, uh, United Nations General Assembly and has a full schedule with leaders from around the world. They will meet on Thursday when the president returns to Washington, D.C. This kind of cracked me up because they never really addressed it. It was kind of like the ultimate like reality show cliffhanger. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It was like you, you expected to hear the dun-dun you know, right <laughs> after she said it. So are they going to talk resignation? Are they going to talk firing? What are they going to discuss? It just kind of left it so up. So does he make it through the week? Is he gone by the end of the week? I think he is. I kind of think, think he is so now. Yeah, I think he I think is. So too. I think I think that uh, the last thing I read was that it was a <clears throat> verbal resignation. So I think that they're just trying to stay ahead of it until the end of the week when they can meet and figure out. Okay, well, this is what we're going to say, and this is the look that we want to, you know, put across to the American people. And I think that they're just waiting until they can plan all that out. What's crazy about this is if if Sessions wouldn't have recused himself. This would have kind of been on him. The president could have distanced himself from this a little bit. And he could have just like said, well, you know, we'll see what the attorney general does. You know, like mm-hmm. this, is his, this is his department. This is, let's, you know, see him handle his business. That could have been the political play for them to do that. But he can't do that now. Yeah. Because he recused himself. So now the only person that can do this is the president. Right, and yeah. you were—you've always been of the opinion that he should not have recused himself. No, I, I don't think he should have recused yeah. himself because I thought that the allegations against him at the time were ridiculous. Yeah, you know, they, even though it—it's. It, Do you agree? I—I no, I thought he I, did the right thing. Yeah, by I think so too. Himself. I think so too, and and. The uh, beating he's taken at the hands of the president ever since has been a little over the top. This, <laughs> you know, Sessions was the very first U.S. senator to endorse yes, Trump. Yeah, and was pretty loyal to him and has been and seemingly about, ever since. Think about the heat he took for being oh, the first one to come out and mad. support him. Mm-hmm. People yeah. were mad at him and he took it. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, I, I think that. What's the fallout from this, though? I mean, like, so if this happens. 
I mean, it's, it's a huge political hit. I, I don't know. I mean, this is just one more case that they're going to, they, if they take the House in November, that they're going to use for impeachment proceedings, which I now think that's just going to happen regardless. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this is just more ammo to that, you know, to that fire. Well, but, but, that's, but I'm wondering, though, if he resigns, does he still, do they, does the left still get to use that against Trump? I, I think they probably will. Because they'll they'll it'll be called a forced resignation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're we're allowing you to resign, but unless if you don't, right. we're firing you, you know, right. type thing. Yeah. But I think they still will. But I mean, this I guess this the power now goes. I think if this happens, which it seems like it's going to, it'll go towards the solicitor general. I believe will take over the Russia investigation, um, who has been a pretty, I think a pretty staunch Trump supporter. I believe. Mm. Um, and uh, I think he's also been backed up by Bannon as well. So I think Bannon likes this guy. So, so it would probably turn out to be good for Trump. Probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. and, and then they know this. I mean, they're keeping yeah. an eye on this. Yeah. So they're like, mm-hmm. uh, win-win. So do you guys have any kind of family relationships where you've got like a, <laughs> some sort of issue with one family member and it's awkward. Sure. Whenever, oh, yeah. okay. Mm-hmm. Everyone has, Politically? Yeah, yeah. everyone mm-hmm. has that one family member or it gets awkward around the uh, Thanksgiving dinner table. <laughs> um, I'm not sure if it's ever been as awkward as uh, this latest uh, campaign ad. Watch. If they care about health care, they care about their children's health care. They would hold them to account. If they care about jobs, they would hold him to account. If he actually cared about people in rural Arizona, I bet he'd be fighting for Social Security, for better access to health care. He's not listening to you, and he doesn't have your interests at heart. My name is Tim Gosar. David Gosar. Grace Gosar. Joan Gosar. Gaston Gosar. Jennifer Gosar. Paul Gosar is my brother. My brother. And I endorse Dr. Brill. Dr. Brill wholeheartedly (laughs) endorse Dr. David Brill. For Congress. Savage. That's just despicable to me. It really is. Wow. It's despicable. So, uh, and I listened to you and Glenn this morning, and I think that I'm in agreement that if I hear a family just solely on the f- basis of them airing their dirty laundry, basically, to the entire world, mm-hmm. I'm not trusting them. I don't find that to be credible. Right. Gonna, I don't at all. You're going to put that in a TV commercial and blast that to everyone. And it's just based on their political ideology. Yes. If this was, you know, if, our, if their brother is a child molester and they come out and say, look, we had to intervene here because this, we, we love him, but he's a bad guy. And we can't have him in office. Okay, that's one thing. Right. You just disagree with his politics. <laughs> this is really crappy. It's yeah. Disgusting. Really bad. And by the way, uh, the the one sibling who was talking about Arizona. Yeah. It was not. I don't think that's Arizona. She's not in Arizona. <laughs> that looks like it's, Colorado. It's or so green. Utah or Montana. <laughs> so many trees and mountains. It's and what the Arizona. hell is a medical interpreter? What is that? <laughs> Good question. What is a hello? What? <laughs> well, clearly we should be taking her advice for a uh, oh, clearly to for. yes. All right, uh, that's going to be it for us. But we do have a Blaze Why question. So Nick wants to know: Do any of you three, I guess now today, do any of you think there will ever be a Supreme Court nomination again that does not have similar witch hunt style proceedings like we're seeing now? I think this will be the new norm forevermore. Sadly, I think he's right. Yeah, I think so. I would like to believe that when the pendulum swings and it's, uh, you know, it's the Republicans turn to grill 
an incoming Supreme Court judge who may not share their political ideology. I would like to believe that the Republicans wouldn't pull a stunt like this. Mm, but sadly, yeah. I can't really say with 100% certainty that they would uh, rise above. Straight up, yeah. And not only just on a, on a Senate confirmation, but probably every single election. Any, if you want to serve in the U- U.S. government, you're probably going to have to put up with this going forward. So the good news is we're going to have plenty of uh, really good people, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> really good people want to put themselves through exactly. this every time. And their families. Yeah. Oh, good news. All right. Today's poll uh, Paul Gosar's family endorsed his opponent. Would that make you more or less likely to vote for him? You could go to the Blaze Twitter, and we will see you guys tomorrow. Thanks for tuning in. So great. I mean, that's just. <laughs>